It's the last fry, a podcast that brings you the same joy you experience when you find that last French fry at the bottom of your fast food bag. Join Patrick and Deacon B for humorous, inspiring, and joy-filled discussions about a variety of life-related topics that will help you make tomorrow better by besting your yesterday. Here's Patrick and Deacon B. All right. Welcome in, everybody. I'm going to take you back to my classroom. And we're going to do a little game, Patrick. It's a little uh, little thing. <laughs> I used to teach a, a morality classroom. Not a classroom. I taught, I taught in a classroom. I taught a morality <laughs> class Thank you. To, in the uh, to high school kids. And uh, we did this little thing called the Bag-O-Ethics. And they <laughs> the loved bag it. Ethics. The bag okay. ethics. And so I would pose a, uh, an ethical dilemma, and then they would write their answer anonymously on little slips of paper. They'd throw it in the bag. We'd pull mm-hmm. out some answers and talk about it. Okay. So uh, I'd usually give them three, three little scenarios. So I'm going to throw them out to you, and you can write on your imaginary piece of paper. And then uh, we'll talk about what would you do. Scenario number one, you're okay. back in high school. You are the super stud quarterback You've made it to the state championship game, and grades are coming out. And mm-hmm. you are a fine quarterback, eh, but maybe not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Oh, okay. I know this is a this is an example of a thing that is very rare <laughs> in high school football. Very, very <laughs> rare to have the anyway. So uh, you've uh, you know you got a big test, big chemistry test, or a big test coming up, and um, if you pass it, you can play. If you fail it, you don't make grades, and you sit the big game. <sighs> so the test comes down the row, and you look at the questions, and it's quite clear that you have no idea what's going on. <sighs> but it's also clear that the people to the left and to the right of you seem to have some idea of what's going on. Okay. What do you do? So that's to ponder that and write it in your imaginary piece of paper. And, and this is from the quarterback's perspective. I'm, yes, I'm the one. Well, every okay. student, right? So this this is the scenario posed to every student, and they would write their answers, what they would do if yeah, they were the right. quarterback in this scenario, and and that's what they would do. Okay. Okay. Uh, question number two, you are a college student, broke poor as the proverbial church mouse. Okay, I can relate and, to this. Yeah, you got that one. And so you get a, you get a gig, get a job, um, and you have to have a little, you know, little uniform, some, you know, you got to look nice. You go to the Burlington Coat Factory, mm-hmm. and you're pretty aware of your budget, so you're watching prices, and you get a, you get a couple of shirts and a pair of pants, and you kind of know the tally in your mind, and you get up to the cash register, and it's like, beep, 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 and the cashier says the total and you're a bit confused because it's way less than you anticipated Hmm. so you pay and it's still thinking hmm that's weird maybe it was a sale item maybe i don't know you get out Mm -hmm. to your car Mm -hmm. you check the receipt the most expensive item the pair of pants which should have been forty dollars was never rung up it was missed entirely and now you're you're out the store the alarms didn't go off nobody cares it's just you Hanging out with a free pair of pants. Mm. What do you do? 
So that's question number two. Question number three, fresh, actually, fresh out of today's headlines or yesterday's headlines. Okay. Um, you, again, not, not a lot of money. Got some buddies. You know, you're all going to get an apartment. Go down to the local Salvation Army. Get an old couch. Come home. Uh, flop down on the couch. Little lumpy. The couch mm. cushions. A little lumpy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Pop them open. And what do you behold? Wads of cash. Wads of cash. Wads and wads of cash. Mm. And after you tally the wads of cash, it's $36,000 of cash in this sofa. What do you do? So these are your three dilemmas for you, our listening audience, and for you, Patrick, um, your invisible sheets of paper. So now I'm coming back. I'm pulling out, and I pull out your slip of paper, and it says... So scenario number one, the high school quarterback. The high school quarterback. Uh, Do the best I can with what I got because, because if I try to cheat and get caught, I'm done for. So, and my whoever's sitting next to me might get busted too. So I may be some super shot, hot shot quarterback, but I'm not going to take the people next to me down. So I just heads down, do my best and then try to negotiate with my chemistry teacher to see if there's something I can do to earn, earn enough points. <laughs> see if you can beg. Okay. That's to good. stay okay. in the game. So right. that would be my strategy. That now strategy. That's, okay. that's my strategy today. If I were, a 17 year old kid. I'm not sure what I would say, but that's, and I would like to think that as a 17 year old kid, I would have done the same. I think I would have. It's right. hard to say. That's that hard to say. Yeah. 40 something years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for those of you in the audience, uh, today's episode, we're talking about integrity. We're, integrity. we're talking about integrity. We're talking mm-hmm. about this core quality that is essential for a good society, a good life, a good relationship. And um, so, yeah, that's what we're jumping into. Do you have integrity? And what does that really mean? Mm. And what does that look like? So this is the beginning of your questioning. Question yourselves. How would you have responded? And it's amazing how many students just said, just like, some of them would go, oh, I would look a little. I would, I, I would, would look a little. I would, I would do the best I could on the questions that I knew, and then I would, <laughs> then I would look a little Take over a to the other side. I would cheat just wow. a a little bit. Just and then there's others bit. that were just bolt, like they would write in capital letters, cheat. They know there's cheat. no, there's no, no remorse. No, they're no. just right. Cheat. cheat. Wow. And, and then, so we start talking about it and there's always one guy. It's always a guy. If you ain't <laughs> cheating, you ain't trying. And I go, I go, yeah, well, that's, yeah, you're so clever. I've never heard that before. Right. Um, do you want to hear that from your spouse? And everyone's like, Oh, I said, do you want to hear that from your accountant or your banker or your tax guy or your neighbor? Yeah. Or do you want your surgeon, as you're about to go under the knife, yeah. do you want your surgeon to say, you know, I cheated my way through med school? You know, like what, in oh what universe gosh. do you want to surround yourself with cheaters and yet you have no problem doing doing that? So. Uh, anyway, something to think about. Oh, my gosh. All right. Now we're back at the Burlington right. Coat Factory. What do you do with your pair of pants? All right. So this has happened to me uh, when I didn't have money and when I did have money. And I always took them back. I always, I always walked took back, back in and said, Bing. you know, there's your I, I know I know I'm I'm supposed to probably not do this, but uh, but I, I can't I can't do this now. Have I done that all the time? 
I am. Here's my story. I can't tell you how many times I have left groceries at the Walmart. No, like, just in the you, bag. When, just yeah, in yeah, the bag. You bag them up, sack them, and you leave. Yep, and you got just, ten of them, the, right? Yeah. And I get home, and I've got nine. And it's like, oh, you're kidding me. I've done that more times than I wish to think yeah, about. Admit, right? One day, I was in Walmart, and I I borrowed from the pharmacy a pair of cheaters because I left mine at home. Okay. And um, I, cheaters, for those of you in the oh, listening yes. audience who have not over the age of 40, yeah. a cheater is. Can you explain what a cheater is to the uh, people who now think that you picked up like a small person who's going to help you, <laughs> you know, be deceivious? Deceivious? Is that even a word? Dece- deceivious. De- deceptive the and devious. Deceptive, That's yes. what I just, I yes. just combined those two things. Yeah, yes. We need, so, to, we need to coin that phrase. I think so. Uh, a cheater. Cheaters are those old people glasses that you see old people wearing on the end of their nose because they can't see up close to so their magnifiers. Ma- magnifying glasses. There we go. So I, I borrowed a pair from the front. They still had the little tag on the, on the deal. Cause I needed to read the backs of bottles and ingredients. So out of habit, out of pure habit, I then put them in your pocket, put them in my shirt, right? Just oh, dangled them off my shirt. Right. Okay. So I was wearing a button down shirt and did, continued shopping for another 20, 30 minutes, went through the checkout where somebody actually checked you out. Right. That right. might be a foreign to some folks now right. because we're all, <laughs> I saw a meme the other you day a, that you said, had a, I'm you had a human cashier. Yeah. I had a real, I, I love the meme that said, um, I'm so sorry. I'm taking too long checking myself out, but I got no training before I got here. Right, right. I love that. Right. So anyway, I stuck him in there and I'm, because that's what I always did with my glasses, and I'm checking out. And mind you, the tag is on these things. Checking out, and they were they were like five bucks. I, I didn't five, get. I was just gonna ask. Yeah, so, yeah, they were five, they were like five bucks, right? And I check out, and I'm chatting with the lady, and I get to the car, and I keep on shopping, and I'm two stops down. I'm I'm easily an hour away from that Walmart experience, and I go to grab my glasses. And you realize. And there's a tag on a my tag. glasses. And I realized, I oh, you're kidding me. I just shoplifted. I just shoplifted a you pair of $5. You just shoplifted a pair of glasses. So should so I have gone so back? Now, now yeah. you're a felon. So now, I, now, now, now a felon. I am a I, I am a shoplifter. You're a guilty and how felon. I, and how I justified it is I know I have left <laughs> several dozen dollars of groceries in the back that I never went back for that they got my money for. Right. I think they're going to be okay with it. But I, I felt bad the whole time. I'm thinking, but this is horrible. But I was so far away from that Walmart and to go back and... <sighs> yeah, so, there it is. And now that they're making us check ourselves out, I'd like to give them an invoice at the end of this thing for, yes. okay, my time is worth and you made me spend 10 minutes scanning my stuff and you're making me pay for a bag. Uh, no. Right. Oh, there so is. here's integrity. How many folks in Albuquerque area we, we had for a while, uh, no plastic bags. So stores started, started selling thicker plastic right. bags oh, yes. for like yes, five yes, cents or 10 cents right. or whatever. And, uh, I'd like to know how many people out there didn't pay for their bags. Just cause it asked you in the little screen. Just, where is it? How many bags did you how use? Many bags? Zero, Zero, seven bags in your cart. 15 but, um, bags in the cart. What's up with that? And I'm thinking, wait a minute, Where's I'm saving you the la- the labor here i'm i'm doing all of the i had to go pick out my own groceries i had to deal with my wife i'm now checking my (laughs) i'm checking myself out i have to take my own groceries to the car and you want to charge me for a bag now they've lifted that so now that we're back to the little flimsy bags we're not charging you anymore but that's another one and um, i more often than not i paid for them 
There you go. See, you're good. That's good. You're a good man. It's, that's that's the integrity. All that's right. what we're talking about. That's all I'm talking about. So, so the third question. The third, the, the sofa. What did you do mm. with the sofa? Sofa. Uh, you said thirty-six large. Thirty-six large. Ooh. Yeah, I because <laughs> you know if it was you know twenty bucks and change. Oh yeah, score. Let's go get you know six pack of bag of chips right. and some pizza. Thirty-six grand. That money isn't right. It's either dirty money, or somebody's looking for that money, or it's somebody's life savings. That I would. That one is easy. I would definitely take that one to the cops or whatever and say, "Hey, hey, this money isn't mine." That's just huge, and and mm. good for you because that is that the people in the story did the right thing. They brought it back, and it turned out that it was the life savings of, mm. an, of an elderly woman whose oh. children had no idea that she'd been stuffing it for years. Oh my and gosh. they had moved her out of her apartment to put her in an assisted living place. Okay. And so they just loaded up the thing and took it to the, to the dealio. Sure. And so, you know, cause they had the, the people had the receipt of the people who donated oh, it. Okay. So they called okay. them back and said, Hey, you know, it, it, you know, we found this and they were so excited and said, thank you. This, you know, this was her life savings. This is, wow. this is what we were going to use. You know, this will help pay for her assisted living. For oh, the for sure. Two years. And for sure. So <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Wow. So, uh, yeah. integrity doing, doing, doing the right thing. And, and, uh, you know, I think, uh, it's one of the key virtues, one of the key aspects that as parents, you, you try to instill in your kids. And it's something that is just grossly missing in our society today, just a fundamental idea of, I need to do the right thing, um, all the time, all the time. And I think you, you said, bet. you said you had something from, uh, I think C.S. Lewis. Yeah. C.S. Uh, Lewis. Kind of one of the classic ones. I think he's the one who coined doing the right thing is, uh, or, or integrity is doing the right thing, even when no one is looking. There it is. And, and I think that that's true, right? Because no one, no one was looking at me when I discovered that my cheaters were, shoplifted right so i'm still embarrassed about that um <laughs> i got a lot of years out of those cheaters so <laughs> they finally they died well but yeah they were they were i couldn't believe for five bucks they were pretty decent uh because it was even on the tag right four dollars ninety seven cents and it was like oh i can't believe i feel, oh, i feel so bad i still feel bad that was yeah. years long ago. long time ago yeah 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 okay. and i'm the guy my pants those pants the, the guy at Coles. that was me yeah was that and you I, I brought him back i was at the car and i brought him back and the cashier was Lord, she she just really? looked at me like I had six heads, and I, I was kind of hoping she'd go. Gosh, this is amazing. Nobody ever comes back and brings them. Just take them. We don't, you know, we we know now, and it was our our mistake, and it's okay. Just go ahead and take oh, them. Nice. I was hoping she was going to say that, but no. <laughs> she's like, oh wow, thanks, forty two fifty. Can I get a discount? Do it like an honesty discount? Is there anything? Can I get anything from this? <laughs> so so how do we do it? How do we? Uh, you know, how do we define it? How do you instill it? Um, you know, I came across some good kind of uh, descriptors of uh, of integrity and okay. and kind of what that what that looks like. So we'll kind of jump into sort of an overview, and we'll kind of jump into maybe some techniques on on how to how to instill them in yourself and in your kids. Uh, so just kind of real quick overview, uh, kind of a definition. You know, integrity. When you think about integrity in terms of structure. Or, or it's that internal strength. You know, if a house has integrity or a wall or a, or a product or something has integrity, it's, it's, it's whole, right? It's, it's complete. And that's, sure. that's this idea of, of how do you make your, uh, your moral decisions, your, your actions, your words, your behavior, how do you make that whole? How do you make that solid? Um, 
And one of the things, ironically, check this out, uh, one of the the classic suggestions is living up to be the best in yourself. So making hey. making that tomorrow better by besting Ooh. your yesterday. Yeah. Wait, who came up with that? Look we need that. to we need to copyright that. We, we seriously, seriously, we, we need to. There it is. There that. it is. Um, and this one's important. You have to have a conscience, and you have to listen to it. Right? Oh. So first of all, you have to form it well, and that's we can have a whole mm-hmm. show. I think we will, folks, ladies and gentlemen, coming we on. Up, we're going to have a whole show on conscience because okay. you know people are like, oh, I'm following that. my conscience, I'm voting my conscience, I act according to my conscience. So what if your conscience is whacked? You know, our right. history is full of people who have done atrocities, and but they're following their conscience. Yeah. So uh, so make sure that your conscience. We'll talk about how do you do that, but you know, having that internal sense of right and wrong, and then listening to it. Um, and then be, have courage, have courage to follow your convictions You bet. Uh, because that's, that's the other big piece is, is knowing the right thing to do and then actually doing it is that next step. Um, and then, and then just to uh, develop, we talked a little bit about this with the Memorial day stuff, talking about our vets, just this sense of honor, you know, what does it mean to be an honorable person and, mm-hmm. and, and how do you, how do you develop a higher sense of that? So that's kind of integrity sort of descriptors and then what do you got how do you develop how do you how do you install it in your children how do you you know bring it in a little closer to home yeah so it i think the saying that the kids are always watching is so important so if you're not taking responsibility for your actions your kids are going to learn that yeah and i think that's a huge one integrity really is about having a high level of honesty doing the right thing especially when it's difficult. Right. And it's it's taking responsibility for your actions and it's not easy. Never once in this show have we said making making your tomorrow better by besting your your yesterday is a piece of cake. It's easy. Right. it's not. This is <laughs> right. we never promised that. Right. But it's that's one that's one area is you have to live it. You have to yeah. live your integrity. Uh, the next one is you know, sometimes putting people's needs, other people's needs above your own. Yeah. Right. And showing your kids and those around you that this, this is what you do, even if it costs you something and not just money, but it maybe costs you time or it costs you, or, um, or pride. You yeah. Know, maybe, oh yeah. Maybe you for have sure. To, you know, reduce yourself. Right. right. You know, yep. you know, that, that the divine, we've got to talk about that spiritual aspect, you know, that, mm-hmm. That God may increase and I may de- decrease. I mean, this this idea of, of self denial is a huge piece of that integrity. Yep. And then you mentioned earlier having some some honor and some some um, integrity, but it's it's showing respect to everyone. Yeah. And we've talked about that on the show many times about honor and respect. Even my kids threw me under the bus on their episode about my dad always said, be honorable and respectful. Yeah, yeah, yes. Do the right that, thing. Be, be a leader. Right. You be know, a leader. Every day out the door. That's right. Yep. Make good decisions. Be a leader. Yeah. That's, that was code for have integrity. You know, <laughs> do the right thing when nobody else is looking. That's right. And, 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 and I think, and, I think what's important about that is that, you know, the good, the good book scripture will, will tell us, you know, if, if you can be trusted with, with little things, then, then mm. you can be trusted with much. Mm. Like those right. that can be trusted yep. with little things can be trusted with much, and it's so true in life itself. And then it, there's so many things, but I think the last one that really struck me was uh, humility, being humble, yeah. being humble, especially if you are right. If if you you were you were right in what you did, and you want to gloat, and you know say nah nah, I was right, and you were no no, you know be humble, be yeah. humble in in being 
the good person that you are and don't rub it in because your actions will speak much louder than anything you can say. And actually, if you do gloat and you, you, you do that kind of taunting, if you will, it, it, it just takes away from your integrity. It waters it down. It really does. Yep. And if you see, and it's a great, it's a great point about being the witness. I mean, if you have children, especially small children, let them catch you having integrity. Let them catch you taking back a, you know, the three eggs from the store because you didn't pay for them or let them Mm -hmm. catch you picking up the $20 bill from the restaurant floor and taking it up to the cashier and Mm -hmm. turning it in instead of pocketing it. You know, let them, I I do have a question. Let them catch you doing good things. I've never seen a three egg carton at the store. So um, So I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how to So that would be the, um, after you've, um, that's the, it's the, uh, I'm trying to think of what the three egg. This carton. is the square triangle all this over again. Triangle. <laughs> this is the quarter, the quarter dozen egg. They're selling them now with oh inflation. It's it's because oh, of inflation. Inflation, yes. You know, they used to pay two ninety nine for a dozen <laughs> eggs, and now you get two ninety nine for three eggs. Oh but my they gosh! Still, a buck an egg. They still only want to charge two ninety nine because people. So it's it's the inflation egg cart. Yes. So, oh my gosh! Um, yeah. So if you right. if you found well, yourself. Well done. Take it, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yes, for those of you out there who have never had a, a three egg dozen, there you go. I've take a three back. egg omelet, but never they, they a three egg kids, dozen. That's it. That's All right, it. square triangle. Oh, I love this show. All right. Uh. <laughs> so I think I think with that, uh, I think we should jump. Do we have something? Are we, are we jumping into? I think we oh. are. Oh, I feel. I feel oh. I like this. We got some mail. We got some mail. Oh, that's fantastic. We're just kind of hanging out here. We're just chilling in the mailbag right now. Thanks for joining us here in the mailbag of integrity. Thank you very, thank you very much. So, a uh, little feedback from, I think more from life. I, uh, you know, okay. we, we talked about doing all these, these classes and um, it was always nice at the end of, it's like the, the teacher mailbag. And for those of you that are mm-hmm. teachers that are out there, you'll appreciate it. There, there's always, I call it the one letter from the student that was, didn't say anything all year long. In fact, you thought that they had checked out after hello, my name is on the first day of class. And at the end of the year, you come back to your desk and there's one letter and it's, you know, dear, you know, Deacon B or Dear Patrick, dear, you know, whoever, and I just want to let you know that you changed my life and that, you know, the advice you gave and the fact you took time to talk to me, whatever, and I, this is, you know, this, this, this class was my favorite class and, um, <laughs> you know, you're my favorite teacher and, you know, you changed my life. And I think that is just a great little life wow. lesson that you wow. never know, speaking of integrity and being watched, particularly if you're True. in a, a position of authority or a position of influence or True. around uh, anybody, schoolmates, classmates, friends, spouse, wherever, especially if you're, if you're kind of, if you're a manager or if you are a parent or a teacher, somebody with authority, uh, they're watching you. And oh, if, and if you long. can, if you can demonstrate that you have, you know, compassion and integrity and honesty and, uh, you make a difference and you just, you, you never know, um, how, how your actions will impact those around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good, good point. So yeah, you're always being watched. You're always being watched. So 
people are writing people are writing letters to you are they happy that you're around or are they happy when you leave you know that's the that's a good question and what letter would you like to get like if you could write a letter that somebody were to give you what would you want that letter to say yeah, that's a good thought that's right. a great that's a great thought what do and, you want what do you want your letter to say right what would you want somebody to write about you and yeah. write that letter and then live that letter so that you're actually getting it every day by your actions by what you say what you do are you are you bringing glory to the environment that you're you're in are you bringing that honesty and that honor and that respect or are you sucking it out of the room there you go and, that's 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 powerful and sometimes even i i think deacon b and i could both say we've probably you know been less than great but i think we strive for that I think right, every absolutely. time we strive, and and i i know i've embarrassed myself in front of my kids when they were younger and after the situation cooled off i'd pull them aside and i'd say this this was not what i wanted to do this isn't what i anticipated doing it was an emotional moment, and this is how I should have handled it. And right. I think that's another part is when you do fall and scrape your knee and crash and burn, admit it. And if you did see, if somebody did watch you who you are influencing, let them know you screwed up. And because it's okay to screw up, what's not okay is to make that screw up a now regular action. That's right. not acceptable. Right. There it is. Great yeah. advice. Great advice. So as we come to the end of our show today, hope you learned a little bit. Hope you were challenged a little bit to think about um, your own life, the people that you're influencing. And we hope that you begin to develop an, uh, you know, a concept of a greater sense of integrity. Our world definitely needs more citizens to have a concept of what it means to be a good person, even when nobody else is watching. And by doing that, mm-hmm. you will bring to those around you the joy of the last fry. Please visit us on Instagram at the last fry podcast, Facebook at the last fry and Twitter at last fry podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.